Hey, this is PJ and JP from the Bicker Bots. You're listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. The only show on the NSFW network that talks about jerking off in cups a little too much. Oh, that's just gross. <laughs> not, not suitable. Not, not suitable for me. Hit the button, bitch. Low voice. I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Feels disrespectful. Computer bitch, hit the button. And she's she's mouthing that mic like I'm getting fucking jealous over here. It's a big black mic. It's a big black Procaster. God damn it. But they got Walmarts up here too. You know what I'm saying? You can't. It's, it's like syphilis. You can't fucking keep that shit quarantined. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, of course. It was mine. Well, it was actually a cake. It was a penis cake. I'm anxious to see pictures when she makes the chocolate one. Oh, the fudge one's going to be delicious. <laughs> he likes black cock. I have to ask, can Love she it. make one that's kind of American Indian? I kind of want a red velvet. <laughs> I take requests. Oh, yeah, you come to New England, you get whatever kind of cock cake you want, brother. We're going to Boston, bitch. <laughs> Fly up, man. You got a you got a spot to stay up here. We'll we'll have I also have a best wanna... friend whose boyfriend lives in Boston, so I may drag her ass with us. Fuck yeah. All right, so third third try. We're going to yeah. go action on this third try. <laughs> if only people knew the behind the scenes of this uh, high-tech, glamorous podcasting world. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Shit Happens When You Party Naked, motherfuckers. We're finally going to get this motherfucker right. I'm about to get hopped up. I've had some fucking caffeine, and this is our third motherfucking take at this shit. My name is Jason Almy. I am the host of this motherfucker. I also got my beautiful baby girl right here with me, my wife. Christina, what's up, Christina? Hey. Hi. I also am very, very fucking pleased to say that we are joined tonight by the mad, the fat, the loud, the heavyweight, heavyweight chumps, a.k.a. the one-pump chumps. What's up, gentlemen? How's it going, guys? Hey, guys. Dude, it's going great. It is a uh, wonderful evening. I am fucking so thrilled to host you guys. I was on your show a few weeks ago and had just a, a, the thrill of a lifetime, really. Um, it was the most thrilling time I've had without a belt tied around my neck in a long time. So I just absolutely had to have you guys on our so show. So if you well. had actually recorded with the belt around your neck, would that be audio erotic asphyxiation? <laughs> You're a wordsmith, too. That's wonderful. I worked in the newspaper business for 15 years. You can't slip one by me. So I want to hear all about that, actually. I want to get to know you gentlemen a little bit better, uh, having you on the show. Uh, I want to ask you all sorts of questions and learn all about your histories. Who is your daddy and what does he do? That kind of thing. Um, His but, name's David, and he runs a grocery store. Mine's pushing up daisies. He, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Big ups. I'll pour out part of my juice cup for him because I don't drink Fodies no more. <laughs> so, you know um, you can't even get a Fodie in, in Mississippi? You can't get a Fodie in Mississippi? You got to go to Memphis. That's insane. Why can't you get a Fodie? What's the... What's I don't the know. The largest you can find in convenience stores and things around here are 32s. Is it like a law or something? It shouldn't be because I can drink a 12-ounce beer with more alcohol than I can get in a 40. 
Do you guys have a law that you can drink and drive as long as you're under the legal limit? As long as you're not blowing, what is it, a point zero eight? We can point zero eight. Yeah. So you can you can beers. drink. I think I heard that that you're able to drink and drive as long as you're you're legal. Right. That's so fucked up. So repeat for my listeners who may not have heard your show, what uh, state are you guys in right now? We are in Mississippi. It is frowned upon that you drink and drive, but if you don't, if, if they pull you over and you blow anything below a .08, they can't write you for a DUI. I see. Okay. Well, good. Good. I thought Lynn said that it was legal in Mississippi. Isn't that the state? I, I think that is, but I just don't. I'm, I'm not sure where my aunt, my aunt, she's referring to my aunt Lynn. I'm not sure where she got that intelligence. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that intelligence has been vetted by the CIA yet. So I don't know. I don't know if that's legit. These gentlemen are confirming that you won't go to jail if you have below a point oh eight. But I think that's this, the but same that's in every normal. state. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was saying that you could drive and drink a beer. As no, long as you no, 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 no. They get you with an open container. Okay. That jazz. So we have dispelled that on Lynn. If you're listening, Aunt Lynn, you're full of shit. shit. (laughs) Full of shit, lady. We still love you, though, Aunt Lynn. Aunt Lynn is a fucking badass. You guys started your podcast in February of this year, so um, it's a pretty new one still. Uh, Tell me, why did you guys decide to begin a podcast? Uh, Devin and I had known each other through the wrestling business in Mississippi. We, I. did the commentary on shows and occasionally managed. He was a wrestler. We got to know each other in the dressing room. Uh, that Ooh, doesn't, that doesn't mean any more than room. what I just said. It's okay. We're, we're down with that on this podcast. We're very, very cool. We're very open. We're gay friendly. We are super homo friendly. We're homo friendly. We're just not homosexual. Be who you is, regardless but, if you're uh, gay or straight. No docking. Oh, God. <laughs> that don't work. You're fired. <laughs> you're fired. You're you're fired. Find so you a new you guys, computer, bitch. <laughs> you, guys met, um, you guys met doing the wrestling thing, which, despite its, its uh, overt homoeroticisms, you guys are both straight men that are not currently involved with each other. Well, in Devin's you, defense, most of the time he ended up wrestling women. Oh, is that it was usually your ex-wife? My ex-wife, yeah. I had trained her. I had trained my ex-wife to wrestle pretty much her whole family. Oh shit. Well, uh how did that turn out for you when it finally ended? It was a hardcore Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Technically I'm still married. The divorce isn't final. Oh wow. So uh is reconciliation out of the question or Oh yeah, it's out of the question. She's got a baby by another man. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! Please tell me it's like a half Chinese baby or some shit too. Like no, but it just happened to be somebody that I looked up to in the wrestling business. They wound up getting together, and they're still together. Good for them. And oh goodness, they have a wonderful three-year-old son. So no, not good for them. Burn their fucking house down. That's what I said. Nah, his kids are there. We my kids are there with them. I can't do that. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, get the kids, get your kids out, then burn that motherfucker to the ground. 
Yeah. My wife has got this look on her face I have to describe for the listeners because no one can see us. But she is aghast. It's like We have officially stunned her silent. (laughs) Yeah. Her her mouth was hanging open. It's like a plot twist on uh, The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise or something. Well, I am impressed with how you're speaking about it, though. I mean, that's a tough, shitty situation. He's shit-faced right now. He's shit-faced right now, I'm sure. Right, Devin? I've only had one beer. Oh, well, okay, so you are handling it. In his well. defense, okay. he's a lightweight. Yeah. Only, only, uh, only in drinking. Not. Me and the wife realize that we're better off friends than we are lovers, and, and we, 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 we keep it pretty pretty good. I'll go over there, and I'll stay a few days with them. And oh, wow, okay, wow, jeez. Babysit their kid and mine. and. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. is progressive and open-minded. You are a bigger man than me, and I don't just mean literally. I mean in your heart as well, because I'm a petty motherfucker. I tell you right now, Christina runs off with some other dude and gets pregnant and has kids with him. I'm burning the motherfucking house down. Oh, it, 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 I'm it, going crazy white boy Oh, tell everybody. the story. I'm, Please tell the story. We're trying to get to know you, fellas. I thought I might get to know a little bit more about your podcast and ease in, but I really feel like we have just gone all five fingers in, and I am full fisting your backstory right now. No, you're I'm, both I'm hands in and clapping. Like oh, puppet. Jesus. You're both hands in and clapping by the time Jesus. I get done with the story. Yes, let's – Um. well, th- well. listen, I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I do kind of want to put you on the spot and make you a, a little bit uncomfortable. So, Oh, no, um, this isn't going to make me uncomfortable one bit. Okay. So I, I only want you to share what you feel slightly uncomfortable sharing, but not what you feel majorly uncomfortable sharing. But please tell us the story as Maddox has encouraged you to do. I almost went to jail one night in Boonville, Mississippi for whooping his ass. Good for you. Should have gone to jail for running his ass over. Well, here's the thing. We were at Pizza Hut after a show. Classy, and, classy, as you are wont to be. Right. Had my kids with me. That's okay. why. But yeah, you don't want to make too much of a scene in front of the kids. Look, they were only at Pizza Hut because IHOP was closed. <laughs> don't you guys have Waffle Houses? Yeah, we had Waffle House, but they 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 won't have to take your order. So I and Pizza Hut would stay open late for us and stuff and do a buffet. Yeah, Pizza. Oh, geez, Pizza Hut buffet. Now you're talking. Fuck CC's in the ass. Amen, brother. <laughs> like uh, a greasy pizza dick. I had rode to the show with a friend of mine. And my ex-wife's brother, I trained him to wrestle. Me and him were wrestling and stuff and riding together. And she was supposed to come and pick the kids up there. Well, she calls. I can't. I got the back seat full. No, you said you were going to come get them. Come get them. He gets on the phone. You're bringing the kids to the house, right? Nope. I'm not. I only have a limited amount of gas. I'm in my friend's car. And she said no. Well, they come to Pizza Hut. Everybody piles out. I'm fighting mad. Oh, good. You should be. They, so it sounds like at this point you already knew about the affair. Oh, I knew I, this was. They it wasn't an affair. We and her had already separated when they got together. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, I go out to the car to get my son's backpack. It's got his glasses in it for school and everything. So I'm digging through the trunk trying to find it. Well, the guy's standing up. Got. The, the passenger door open. Everybody else piles out a Pizza Hut, as we all do, just to finish BSing and going about our way. 
Well, they come out, oh, I see how it is. Fuck you motherfuckers. Fuck every last one of you, you sons of bitches. And he pops off. He Who says said some, that? Her boyfriend. Okay, so the new guy said fuck all y'all, basically. Yeah, talking to everybody else that was there at Pizza Hut that it's were friends inappropriate with children around. Let me just be the first one to say, I know I say a lot of bad words on this show, but rest assured, and I want to confirm for all of my listeners, when there are children around, I do not say fuck or shit or cock or balls. It's an inappropriate way to talk in front of kids. I, Please I, continue. I cuss in front of my kids. They hear it all. Well. But I digress. Those are your kids. You're allowed. Right. Yeah, indeed. You are allowed. But a strange man cussing in front of your kids, exposing his genitals to your kids. I mean, oh yeah, exposing right. exposing genitals to the kids. Yeah, now that's when I'll have the issue. That's not right at all. That we do not stand for that kind of shit on shit happens when you party naked. But he he pops off. Y'all stand up for this fat motherfucker. And da, da, da. I said, look here, you son of a bitch. I said, what me and Brandy decide to do with our kids is our business. It has nothing to do with you. They're not your kids. He says, I ought to come over and slap the shit out of you. I threw my glasses in the trunk. And they had parked right by the car where I was looking in the trunk. By the time I made it to the passenger side of the back of their car, like I said, they were parked right by it. He had done jumped in the car and locked the door. I mean, in his defense, it did take you like three and a half minutes to get around, right? I mean, actually, no, I'm pretty quick for a fat guy. You were moving pretty fast. <laughs> I, I can move for a fat guy. I, no, I no, I, I understand. You know, like if the buffet is closing, you got you to gotta get there. You know what I'm saying? I, I totally See, understand. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't run unless I'm being chased. I, I, I'm kind of with you until I started training for a half marathon. So, so it sounds like he said some shit. He, he let his mouth write a check that his ass was not ready to cash. That's and not jumped all. in the car. That's not all. Did he wet himself? I hope he wet himself. He tells everybody that, that will listen to the story that I had a tire iron. I had nothing but these hands. I was going to give him these thunder cookies and more than he could eat. <laughs> Thunder Cookies. Fuck yeah, I love it. That is a better nickname than uh, Computer Bitch. I think you should go by Thunder Cookies. <laughs> no. I, I My wife approves of Thunder Cookies. That is a wonderful fucking that, nickname. That you guys could call him Thunder Cookies, but he's still my Computer Bitch. I understand. I think if, if, if someone told me their nickname was Thunder Cookies, I would I would imagine that that refers to their testicles. I would think, how big are your fucking balls in real actually, life? Actually, that, that, that might work. work. That might actually work for me. So, so, Devin, you have a pendulous nutsack. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Oh, goodness. Thunder Cookies is born. So well, finish the story. What happened? Her brother, my ex-wife's brother, was there helping me look through the trunk of the car from us. We had the we had a benefit the next day, and we had stuff that we were auctioning off, ox, yeah. auctioning, auctioning off for the benefit. So we were looking for his backpack. The next day, she tells her mother and dad that I had a tire iron. Calls her brother in there, who was standing right beside me, and says, "Tell him he had tire." He looked at her and says, you're fucking crazy. He didn't have no damn tire. He was just going to whoop his ass. As well you should have. You're a really generous man for letting him off the hook. Oh, he, I got down there in the driver's side door and said, yeah, you ain't about nothing but running that cocksucker of yours. Goddamn right. But me and him buried the hatchet. We, we get along great now. You guys go golfing now. No, I don't golf. Uh, well, you guys go to the Pizza Hut buffet now. 
<laughs> I just That's stayed the night. I, I stayed the night at their house a few weekends just to babysit. That's about it. Well, it's still it's good of you to bury the hatchet like that. I again, I'm a petty motherfucker. I would not have buried that motherfucking hatchet. And I gotta say, you guys fucked up in starting a podcast. Y'all should have started a fucking reality show. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. <laughs> this shit is some good fucking TV right here. Holy shit, I want to see this shit. We've a always bunch said of wrestling motherfuckers piling out of a pizza hut, getting into fights in a parking lot, shit like that. We've always said in the wrestling business, the locker room and what happens in life around wrestling is always much better than what you get on TV. Being That's true. Opera. You can catch some deadly shit at wrestling. Yeah, just ask Chris Benoit. No, oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. That was like twenty years ago. Still too soon. And he was right, one of no. my favorites. I'm so sorry. I'll just I'll I'll go back a few more years and I'll just stick to the Hitler jokes because those are a little. Those are okay. A little bit more. It's been a little longer since then. Oh God! So, so you gentlemen met each other and decided to start a podcast together. I think that's wonderful. What was your initial intention when you when you began the podcast? What was the podcast going to be about? We always had an idea of doing a pop culture podcast. I have always had a fascination with uh, film, movies, you know, TV, music. Stand-up comedy is a tremendous... I, I love stand-up. I think it's just an art form that's really underappreciated. It's a wonderful art form. And he and I got to talking, and we knew wrestling would eventually come into it. Um, but both of us have our issues with depression, and I was at a point then where I really didn't feel like I had a purpose. Um, I was, I'm on disability. My knees are shot. The idea of getting a job was not possible. Um, and I just kind of had lack of self-worth and I thought, well, why don't we talk? We had talked about, actually talked at one point about starting a wrestling company, but there was some fallout there that didn't happen with another partner that caused us to say, and I said, you know, I've thought about starting a podcast. What do you think about coming on and co-hosting? Because we had had some epic bullshit sessions just sitting around talking on the phone to where his mother would have to leave the room. Uh <laughs> My mom doesn't listen to this fucking podcast either. She can't listen to this shit. Oh God! But, My mom uh, doesn't either. But it's been a big, it's been a big help for both of us. I think it's kind of gotten us both out of the funk that we'd been in for quite a while. Uh, we uh, out in public more. We're doing. Uh, we did a recording last night at our favorite beer store, which is not a Fuck good place yeah. for me to go. But hey, what the hell? Um, well, and you guys. I mean, you guys frequently have guests on your own show, uh, illustrious guests, hilarious guests, handsome, good-looking guests with beautiful, deep, silky voices. I mean, I'm not – I'm mostly talking about me, but you have other guests on your show too. Uh, so it it also is – I mean, we wouldn't be talking right now if you guys hadn't started a podcast. Let's put it this way. So do you guys feel like it has kind of enabled you to, to get out there and maybe mingle a little bit more too and increase your contacts? Definitely, definitely. I mean, we would do some recordings at, uh, well, uh, in April we were at a casino here in Tunica recording some of the, uh, interviewing some of the comedians for their Jazz and Jokes Festival. Yeah, they, they put us, set us up backstage. As the comedian came off stage, he came straight to the podcast table. Dude, that's fantastic. That's awesome. And that was one of those where... 
oddly enough, I was, uh, oh God, I'm going to age myself out of bracket here, but, uh, while you age yourself, I'm going after a beer. Uh, bring two. Uh, but my, um, my wife and I were in Tunica for her father who has been gone now for, see, she's 35. So almost 20 years. And my mother, who's been gone for almost four now, we're both big Ronnie Millsap fans. We grew up listening to that on the radio. Yeah. And he was doing a concert at Tunica around the holidays. So I said, okay, let's go. We got tickets and went and the usher seated us. And I just looked at the girl and I said, listen, I'm starting a podcast. Who's in charge of the entertainment around here that I can talk to? And I'm sitting there for about 20 minutes 20 minutes later, boom, here comes their entertainment director around. He sits. We talked for about 15 minutes. We ended up doing a live recording there in February, and we've been back four or five times, and we're looking at trying to get something going for Christmas. So um, it just depends on you know what they've got going. But uh, our first podcast ever was at a film festival in Oxford, Mississippi, near Ole Miss. Yeah. And... You're gonna need a bottle opener, sir. Okay. What kind of what kind of beers are you guys cracking? Uh, Natchez Brewing Company Kettle Sour Series. Oh, I love me a kettle sour. Oh, these are made in Jackson, Mississippi. Wonderful, beautiful shout out to that beer. Yeah, you you guys are good gentlemen supporting local breweries like that. That's fantastic. But yeah, we've we've enjoyed going out and. And for me, it was getting out of the house, going out and kind of because I'd kind of gotten to be a shut in there for a while because my depression just kicked my ass. Well, depression is one of those things that doesn't get people off the couch and outside enjoying the, the fresh air and meeting new people. It's kind of the opposite. Right, and through doing this, we have met some awesome people, uh, yourself notwithstanding. Uh, <laughs> Although we I love your wife. Hand over we here. love your like, wife, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Especially if she makes the cake next time. Oh, God, like, like I said, we will, we will make some dick cakes for y'all. I mean, we'll make a couple when y'all visit. I mean, it's you. you we want to start a photo collection, so. Oh, that's true. We're going to have to start. I'm going to start a whole Twitter for the Bukak cakes. Well, if it helps, we our show colors are powder blue and purple. So I see. Okay, so we'll keep that in mind for the coloration of the frosting. We could maybe do a little fondant um, heavyweight chumps belt. Oh, they have was, a little wrestling belt. Yeah. We could make that out of fondant if we're feeling particularly creative and put that kind of around the base of the cock as like a heavyweight chumps cock ring sort of. Oh. I'm, I, I'm feeling my creative. You need juice. to get your headphones in. This is getting good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling all of my juices flowing, including my creative ones. As long as your wife's tushies. not, we're good. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, really, um, I'm really glad to hear you guys' story about how you started the podcast, why you started the podcast. Um, it resonates with me, I think. We, we kind of have a similar experience. I don't, I don't know that I've ever really struggled with depression myself, but, um, I was a competitive bodybuilder as I think I mentioned to you guys when we last you spoke. Did. Yeah. So I was a, a very highly competitive bodybuilder. Um, and so, you know, that comes with a lot of things. I mean, I was 270 pounds in the off season, uh, a lot of heavy lifting, but not the overall. shrunken nuts. Yeah. Testicles pretty atrophied, <laughs> uh, which really, I mean, look as a guy, you know, you can't mind that. I mean, Jesus, Devin, you know. I mean, those nuts just fucking get in the way. They you do. Sit on them, they get 
It hurts. I mean, look, testicular torsion is a fucking thing. Look it up, people. You don't want that. So if your nuts shrink, that's actually a good thing. You're getting these fucking things out of the way. You know what I'm saying? They don't, I, 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 I guess it does make your dick look bigger. Of okay. course it does. But having like 33-inch quads does not make your dick look bigger. Does it, honey? No. Oh. But, um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> she uh, could always lose some mass around her quads. I mean, it's really more my quads. Uh, I think that's the issue. Uh, it's not her quads so much as, as it was mine. Um, but I, I, I don't necessarily think that it was overall a healthy lifestyle. The, the stuff you go through competing to get ready for a competition, the dehydration stuff like that's not great for the kidneys. Um, and so I was diagnosed with a cardiomyopathy and I had to give it up, uh, rather abruptly. So, um, I would say, I don't know that I necessarily uh, experienced depression as a result, but it's probably the closest that I've ever been in my life. And there was a sort of a sense of grief at having to give that thing up. And um, so I took up podcasting much for the same reason as y'all did. It was, it's just something to do in place of this other thing that I lost. So I really, I, I kind of, I love, I love your story of why you got started. I mean, at least you guys weren't thinking, oh, we'll be millionaires by 2019. Oh no, we're no. figuring more like twenty twenty five. Yeah. Oh, that's a reasonable. That's a reasonable time. In all honesty, I just want to be a hundred air. I'm not even greedy. <laughs> I'm not even greedy. I just want that. <laughs> I want that checking account to be on the positive. Yeah, I side. just, I just want it to pay for itself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I just, I think that's a lovely reason to podcast. Um, have you guys found that people have been? Pretty receptive to uh, appearing on your podcast and talking to you guys? The, my way of approaching this, and, and Devin, you can attest to this, when we started going after guests, my approach was the worst they can say is no. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think I told you guys to fuck off a few times. I said a little worse than no. I think I said fuck off, suck my dick the first couple of times. But No, actually, I asked and you said yes, so quit trying to make yourself sound like a big man. <laughs> ah, well done. No, you're right. I am a podcast whore. I will appear on any podcast. No, you're a podcast slut. We didn't pay you shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. A <laughs> whore would imply that there was, there was money exchange. This is... See, technically, not- you're a podcast, John, because you've been paying those that come to New Hampshire with cupcakes. Uh, if you want to look at it like that, then yeah. I mean, free free room and board for the weekend. You don't need a hotel. We'll put you up, and we will feed you that dick. Just don't make me go to a Patriots game. No, I actually have yet to go to a Patriots game myself. So I hear the tickets are just god-awful expensive. I've heard the same. Uh, That's what most people up here bitch about. Is well, the, I'm a Falcons the, fan. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to the new stadium yet? No, it's on my bucket list. I'm I'm hoping to get there next season. I would love to get there on a trip down to Atlanta during the season. It is. Uh, it looks amazing from the pics I've seen. From what I hear, Atlanta is one of the most affordable cities to see a football game in. Yeah, I mean, I think that's actually what I heard as well. They do a pretty good job of keeping ticket prices down so that you know your average middle class family can come enjoy a, a ball game. Right. That's and- because it, that's because if they increase the prices, nobody would go. Would go. Oh. Is she a fucking oh. Patriots fan? Yeah, she is. The apple yeah. doesn't fall far from the tree. Okay. Uh, Why Jason, plug your ears. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you need me to take my headset off while you uh, verbally abuse my wife? Yes, please. Uh, they are not fans of the Patriots, Han, in case you I don't so. give a fuck. 
she does not give a fuck. Honey, out. even God hates the Patriots. How, how can That's you root for Tom a guy Brady's working with the devil? How can you root for I, somebody whose balls are deflated? Oh, and who does like the pegging? Oh yeah, we learned about him liking the pegging from your show. As a matter of yeah. fact, yeah, I hear you I guys share a sex toy salesman. Yeah, I think we we have like a um, we have a friend in common. I would say I would say we have an intimate. Friend in common who does slang dildos and other such sex toys. But, you know, honestly, if you're a Patriots fan, it does explain the fascination with midget amputee porn. <laughs> My wife's favorite. That's actually Jason's favorite, not mine. Well, I'm so going to I'll... tell you on the front of that because when you told me that, we have a very close friend to the show who we met during one of our first, our first podcast in Tunica um, back shortly before Valentine's Day. Uh, they were doing a sweets and treats event, which is a bake off. And we went down there for that. And she has stayed in touch. As a matter of fact, she has made a cookie that is named in our honor. It's called the fat ass cookie. You guys have a lot of food named after you. Hey, it fits the gimmick. <laughs> it's but on brand. It is on brand. I mean, we have the fat ass cookie. We have the, uh, we have the fat bottom chump burger, which uh, for your wife, who I don't know that she knows is a, Bacon cheeseburger with Swiss cheese topped with a banana mascarpone cream, smoke, house-smoked peanut butter stuffed inside the burger, and topped with a strawberry preserve-filled donut. So it's basically what? dessert with ground beef. Have you had it? Have oh, you tried it? Oh, God, yes. You will hurt you yourself. It's the best burger I have ever eaten. And yeah. it was a limited. It air. Yeah, it was a limited edition. It was something the guy did. Uh, the guy that owns the restaurant was doing it just as a shout special. Out so shout out, Chef Steph, Iron Chef, Iron Steph, the Psycho Chef, as I call him. Um, he is so creative with what he will do with a burger that it's just amazing the things you will eat. I'm sure that was a limited edition because he didn't want to give all of his customers diabetes and heart disease. <laughs> well, we pretty much figure we've already got them both anyway. We might Get as well go out checked, swinging. Y'all. Get yourselves checked. Go visit a doc after eating that motherfucking burger. But what I was saying is that the about your midget amputee porn is the baker who came up with the cookies asked me because she knew we were podcasting that evening and asked how the conversation went. And my response was, I'm just going to put it the easiest way I can. Midget amputee porn. And she says, I'm going to regret this, but you know I have to look it up. Yeah, you're going to have to Google that shit. Did she Google it? She did, and she said, by way of me to tell you, fuck you for putting that in her head. (laughs) (laughs) And her Google search history. I got that in there. Oh, by the way, uh, the last two episodes I've heard, you have managed to teach your wife how to use Tinder and Pornhub. Yeah. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... (laughs) I have been accused of actually, it's surprising. I am as dumb as I look. Okay, my question, my question is, did she get the dude laid? That's my question, too. (laughs) No, no. I followed up with him, and he said, no luck, but um, he's going to keep trying. My wife abuses poor Dave. I think Dave is a funny, cute I don't know how hung he is. Oh, he's one of those guys with a great personality. (laughs) 
He, he is, but he's very funny too. So, and I'm sorry. I just think it was, it's just not a, I don't know. I felt wrong kind of participating. But you were laughing the whole time. You it was wrong. one of the funniest damn wrong. things I'd ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. After you figured out whether out. or not your guests were of age to be giving them edibles. Yeah, it was already too late. I mean, he'd already munched on the weed, and I'm like, oh, fuck, how old is this kid after he's eaten weed at my house? And I'm I have to know, home. what form of edible were you giving him? Um, it's a little, it's a gummy. It looks like those little Sour Patch watermelon. I know y'all are familiar with the motherfucking Sour Patch watermelon. Y'all know what oh, kind yes. of candy I'm talking about. We in the South, you think we don't know Sour Patch watermelon? <laughs> Please. Plus, I mean, given that you guys are the heavyweight chumps, you're mad, fat, and loud, y'all know what a fucking Sour Patch kid looks like. Yeah, so they look just like the little watermelon uh, Sour Patch kid gummies, and they're 10 megs each. And he was so fucked up. Like, you could literally hear that he had dry mouth. Yeah, I mean, he was, <laughs> Okay. Team Almy, here's the question. Oh, Halloween's coming up. Oh, I you know, know where you're going. You with know, it. there's always those kids that come up to the door knocking and trick or treating that are way too old. Yeah, 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 I used to bust their balls. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Tell me yeah, you're gonna kids, slip them one. The kids that come trick or treating, I, the old, all the older kids would come trick or treating. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You got more facial hair than I do. I'll do you, you one better than fucker. that. My street, You're not allowed to trick or treat if you can drive. No, my street two years ago, I had a girl come up who had to be 19, and the child on her hip couldn't have been more than three months. No. And I opened the door and realized that I turned into my grandfather really quick. And I looked at that woman and I said, You're too old, and that baby has no teeth, and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, she was going to offer to suck your dick for meth anyway. I don't think she was there for candy. Did she have I think all she her was teeth? There to... Why? Are you looking for a new girlfriend? No, I was just curious. Because he said something uh, about her sucking your dick. I just want to know if she had all of her teeth. She might have been a rat. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I would tell those kids, go get a job. I'd tell those kids, like, look, you got a car. You got a job. Get the fuck out of here. Or, go or go come get on. your own fucking candy. Let's just be honest and look at them and go. Hey, fuckhead, go to Walmart tomorrow. It's on markdown. Yeah, no shit. Um, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not about that life. If you come to my, my place, you got to dress up, too. Don't come to my place at 17. You got a fucking car, and you're, you're barely dressed up. Fuck off with that bullshit. Come to me at 10, dressed up, and, and you get all the candy. But fuck, fuck all that other bullshit. What's your cutoff? So, How old is too old? For trick-or-treating? Yeah. Uh, well, look, it depends on a few things. Uh, I would say hard cutoff is 27, but only, only if the person is severely mentally retarded, in which case, okay. You can we can still trick or treat. Yes. <laughs> so if you're severely mentally retarded, then okay. But I would say right around the age of 13 ish, you know, you're hitting those teenage years. You ought to be like mowing your dad's lawn for 20 bucks and go buy your own fucking candy. You know what I mean? Halloween is kind of for the kiddies. And if you're chaperoning your younger brother or sister or something like that, then big ups for being a good older sibling. As the eldest sibling myself, I understand that's a responsibility. So big ups to those older teenage kids who are chaperoning the younger ones. But otherwise, fuck off. I mean, unless you're severely retarded or under the age of 30. Fuck right off. You don't get okay. any of my candy. You hey, definitely don't get any of my weed. That shit's expensive. 13, 14. I wasn't trick-or-treating. We were rolling yards by then. But if we Good were halfway if we were halfway into the evening and decided we needed a snack, we'd hit a door or two. 
Yeah, why not? I mean, if they're dumb enough to leave the candy bowl. Yeah, I mean, most of most of the ones we hit were self serve. And yeah, that's, that's fucking bad. idiotic anyway, because who's not going to dump the entire damn bowl in the bag? I know. We're talking about kids here. They're, I mean, at this age, I think that behavior is kind of disgusting. But I, I emptied the same bag. I emptied the same bowl twice one night. <laughs> You're going to hell when you die. You oh, I already die. knew that. They put in an express lane for my ass. If I was if I was that kid who came behind you and there's that empty fucking bowl there, I'd be like, fuck. If you were the kid that came behind me, you got my sloppy seconds. <laughs> Disgusting. Just the thought of your sloppy seconds. Honey, can you move that garbage over here? I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I, I might need to relieve myself of some of that dinner. What's up, guys? We're the Plunge. We're a small podcast out of New Hampshire. We talk about our day-to-day lives, terrible Tinder stories, and just the sad dating lives that we all have. Here's a clip from our show. Check it out. Speaking of names, um, the news this week produced the greatest name I've ever seen in all of my life. Splashy wet buckets? Nope. Absolutely. Murray State's new head of athletic directing, Velvet Milkman. Wait, That's his name? Her name. Her name. <laughs> no way. What? Well, her name is Velvet Milkman. Velvet Dude, Milkman. I was under the impression all week that this is some jacked up dude who's just got the most fucked up name imaginable. Well, what is what is her position? She's the new athletic director of Murray State College. See, college sports has the best names. Dabo Sweeney, Lane Kiffin, Velvet Milkman. I don't like, even think any of those even compare. No, compare, Velvet but they're Milkman. still cool names. Mobamba. Mobamba. <laughs> like, Sports. She's just got, her name is suave, it's smooth, it's everything in between. It is. Like Velvet imagine be, imagine being her in like the first grade and like the teacher's going around, you know, taking attendance and she just goes, Velvet Milkman? Well, present. To be fair, she wasn't always Velvet Milkman. <laughs> she changed her name? No, she married into the Milkman clan. She, oh. <laughs> so she was Velvet something. The Milkman clan, he said. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. The Milkman clan. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, you can find us on all listening platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can find us on Twitter at Plunge Podcast and on Instagram at The Plunge Podcast. Hope to hear from you soon, and uh, thank you for listening. Gentlemen, we want to continue getting to know you guys a little bit. We have a, a segment on our show. Um, we used to call it Full Disclosure, but I, I've taken to calling it No Shame in My Game because I like things that rhyme. So uh, what I want to do is I want for each of us to share with each other a single fact about ourselves uh, that should otherwise be embarrassing or shameful, but that we just do not give a fuck. No fucks are given. Something that you did as a kid that you're like, you know what, I don't give a fuck. I'm willing to admit it. It shouldn't be something that um, that you feel embarrassed about now, but that would maybe embarrass or mortify other human beings. Uh, so what which one of you would like to go first, and uh, what kind of fact are you going to drop on I'll, our list? I'll audience? bite the bullet. Fantastic. My biggest phobia is midgets. Ah, uh, yes, I believe I knew this one. So you would normally be ashamed of sharing that phobia or embarrassed? Jason, I have literally gone to the other exit of a Walmart to avoid one. Why? Wow, why? Do they steal, steal your soul? They or are you terrify me. Okay, if they, are, if they are proportionate, I'm okay. But if they have the extremely large five head, that just fucks with me beyond any anything in the world, and I have to get away. I hurtled one in a casino once. 
Oh, goodness. I want to hear that story. I was... Oh, I want to hear it, too. I didn't tell you this? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, the wife and I were in Vicksburg. My mother-in-law had gotten us... I uh, had given us a hundred bucks a piece to play. She'd gotten a lot of free play, and we had a room for the weekend. We were going through the casino, and I see a cocktail waitress. And to say she probably shouldn't have been a cocktail waitress is an understatement. She could have played offensive line for the Jets. Ooh, she was a big gal. That's She's a being, sturdy gal. Yeah, sturdy's a good way of looking at it. The the one of the girls that you picked out last week on Tinder was a sturdy gal. She was a walking refrigerator. Okay, my advice to that is make it a walking side by side. Oh goodness. Yeah, she was a big one. And so she turns away from the table that she has served, and there is a midget who has just gotten down off of the high chairs. So that'd be cute. Oh, I'm glad I didn't see it. It would have freaked me the hell out. Um, but he starts walking towards me, and I was heading towards the big girl to place an order for a drink. I see him coming towards me, and I all of a sudden Super Mario it and leap over this bastard and he land on, on both like feet. My wife is laughing her ass off behind me because she knows how terrifying this is to me. The midget's just looking at us kind of lost. Yeah, he's kind of like fuck you. It's not like I asked to be. Now, knowing that knowing that your wife is a Patriots fan, I have another midget story. Let's hear it. There's a barbecue place you've eaten there in, in uh, South Haven, Mississippi. Uh, it's called Memphis Barbecue Company, which is bullshit because you're not in Memphis. But anyway, uh, they were on diners, drive-ins, and dives, so they've gotten some national and they've got some quality food. It's damn good. Yeah. Uh, they have a bread pudding made entirely out of donuts, dude. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah, but uh, I didn't know walking in one day that one of the hosts was a midget. And this guy decides he's going to walk us to our table. Yeah, and you're just shitting yourself. No, I made my wife walk behind him first. I was behind her almost cowering. And we get to the table and we sit down. And he notices I'm wearing my Falcon's hat. Ah, okay, good for you. Now, this is right after the Super Bowl. The one that right we shall, after the infamous. The one that we shall not discuss because fuck them for putting the halftime score on the ring. Yeah, you know you feel that pain. That's, that's yes. funny. That's not funny. And funny. this midget sees my, I'm sorry, little person, sees my hat. And he goes, you're a Falcons fan? I'm like, yeah. He says, man, you had to feel good when the Patriots beat the shit out of you. (laughs) And he walks away. And my wife looks at me, and she goes, what? And I said, fuck that little sawed-off bastard for talking bad about my football team. I ought to throw his (laughs) ass out of here. (laughs) I ought to sit on him and watch him disappear. I was dying. I was like, oh, God, if he didn't scare me to death, I (laughs) would I bet he felt six feet tall in that moment, though. He probably he did. He probably felt average height for once. Good good for him. Good for him. Um, Devin, so it's your turn. Did something happen in your childhood that made you so scared of, of uh, little people? I saw one when I was a young man at Disney World. I was a young man, and my parents had taken me and my brother to Disney World. Uh-oh. And I remember encountering a little person, a dwarf, and I was just I just stopped dead in my feet because it was the first little person that I had ever seen 
face to face, like outside of the Wizard of Oz. And it was just, it was so surreal and shocking to my young mind. I almost had a stroke at seven years old. Um, and my mom was like, Jason, you stop, stop staring. I'm like, what in the fuck do you want from me? It's a little person that works at fucking Disney World. What do you, what do you want? I'm supposed to look at them for one because he's dressed like whatever he was dressed as. And I almost bumped into him and he's shorter than I am. I'm fucking seven years old, mom. What the fuck do you want? So I feel bad for gawking at this little motherfucker, but at the same no, you time, don't. I was not, no, I was not prepared for this shit. I was, I walked into Disney World ready to have fun, ready to meet Mickey Mouse. Seven foot tall Mickey Mouse doesn't bug me, right? The the guy who dressed as Mickey is like six and a half feet tall. But I bump into this little dwarf and I'm shitting my pants. I'm looking at my mom. I'm like, fuck you. You're telling me not to gawk, but fuck you, mom. Because A, you didn't prepare me for this shit. You did not emotionally or mentally prepare me for bumping into a grown adult shorter than I am. This is fucked up, mom. I demand a refund. <laughs> okay, there so, was a moment. It, I was a child, and as you know from listening to our podcast, I'm a horror. I'm a horror movie fanatic. Yes, you are. Uh, my mother had rented a movie called Troll. Oh, God, I am familiar with the film. That little bastard terrified me. Yeah, it had to be something that got to you young. And I was probably seven, eight years old. Um, I will be one of the ballsiest ones to ever come on your podcast and give you a second fear or second shameful story that I wouldn't normally share if you would like to hear it. I would love it. I, the more shame, the better. Okay. The only other movie like that got to me like Troll did was a movie that came out in 1986. Return of the Living Dead. I like that one too. That movie terrified me as a child. Because, if you remember, and we watched the opening five minutes just so I could prove this, I still to this day cannot watch it. I'm 40 years old. Fuck that movie. But the opening of the movie, it says the names have not been changed. This is based on actual events. This really happened. It, they try to convince you this actually took place. Yeah, fuck that. As a kid, I bought that shit. Yeah, I, I did bought too. That shit. And my I was brother, a little fuck. my brother knew how scared that movie made me. He, I have an older brother who was kind of an asshole when he was younger, or well, when we were younger. He's still kind of an asshole now, to be honest. But we had bunk beds as kids. And of so course, did I with my brother. Older brother always got the the top bunk. I was the older brother, and I can confirm I slept on the top bunk. My brother, while I was still sleeping one morning, tied my ass to the bed and put that That's movie. Shitty. I never did that. Put that movie on repeat. Where the fuck were your parents? At work. Good for them. So That's I'm sitting there are. terrified, watching this movie over and over and over again, begging for somebody to come let me off the bed. I mean, did he take that opportunity to also sodomize you? No, thank God. No, no, he didn't do any of that. This was was bad enough. Trust me. Was he also like into microwaving kittens or I mean, where, where, where did his sadism end? Mainly with just tormenting me. Okay, Devin, your turn. I have embarrassed the hell out of myself. So you better do something to top that asshole. Yeah, oh. stick your dick in the mashed potatoes, Devin. I, I I did better than that. I stuck my own dick in my mouth at one point. Holy shit! How? Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to get the refills. 
<laughs> I'm surprised you don't want to hear this, Maddox. No, I don't. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, um, we're going to need to hear the story. How did you put your penis in your own mouth? Please tell me that you didn't cut it off to put it in your own mouth. No, but Please I tell did. me it's still attached. It's still attached, but I wound up biting the head and that was the end of that. Holy fuck. Okay. So how, just how, how does that even work? I, so was, I was, you must've been a slimmer man when you no, were young. No, I was just limber. You're that limber. I was at one point. Holy Shit. So this is something that presumably you did in the privacy of your own boudoir. Right. So this was not like something you did on the wrestling mat in front of no. the crowd. Okay. No, this was back when I was in like junior high. Okay, junior high, that's a good that's a good age for sucking your own dick. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, because you're not a better age to get somebody else to suck it. No, yeah, but a lot of junior high guys can't get other people to suck their dick. So it's really it's you or nobody, right? So right. I, I I'm I'm coming around on this. I'm coming around. He still wears okay. a neck brace. Yeah. Okay. So Devin, you are. Do you have anything that you'd like to add to that? Or are you just gonna? I'm just going to leave it at that. You're just gonna put that out there and just. I don't blame you. You know, you might not be able to one-up that. Just leave, put that out there, leave it out there. You are the fucking winner for all time on this show. I, I dare anybody to do better than... Thank God, because I thought mine were rough. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, Maddox, that was just... Forget it. I mean, that, that wasn't even worth mentioning. I'm Very number good. two. I'm yeah. number two. I mean, you might be on the top ten. Honestly, I don't know how Christina and I are going to one-up that, but uh, do you want to give it a shot, honey? Do you want to go first, or do you want me to share my embarrassment first? No, I want to hear her first anal experience. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll fucking kill him, okay? I'm a jealous man. All right, I'll kill him. I don't, I don't want to hear that. I'll fucking murder. You want to see me murder somebody? I'll murder. I'll kill. Like, okay. like motherfucking. I was just cracking a joke. I didn't really want to hear that. So, Christina, if I offended you, I apologize. No, no, it's a good thing. Um, I mean, it, it might have looked like one of these mics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So You almost made me spit out beer, asshole. Oh, uh, yes, I'm very sorry. Not really. My my embarrassing the embarrassing story that I would like to share with the world is something that I don't believe I have mentioned on the podcast before, but people close to me probably know this because again, in keeping with the spirit of the game, it's something that I should be ashamed or embarrassed about, but I'm not. I'm not at all. So I feel no shame in sharing this whatsoever. But I love the vampire diaries, especially the first three seasons. So fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Judge me. I don't care. I can't judge you. I'm a One Tree Hill fan. Oh, my God. I love One Tree Hill. I've seen every episode. Thank you, God. There is another. <laughs> it's, on, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I saw every episode way back in the day. I own every oh my season. God. So good. So good. And then when they did that whole four-year jump, from they just skipped over the yes. college years. That was bold. I think they should have ended the show there. No, that was brilliant. Years. They just flashed forward four years. Anyway, fantastic show. One Tree Hill is great. Let I me ask you one more question. Dawson's Creek. Okay. Uh, no, no Dawson's Creek. I've seen one episode in my life. Sorry. My wife had something to say about my love for One Tree Hill, though. Uh oh. No, no. I was going to ask: Are there any other shows you'd like to share that might be embarrassing? Um, outside of the Bachelor franchise, because I love the Bachelor that franchise. That was what you wanted me to say. Yeah, he's a fanatic with the Bachelor. We still Bachelor want him to do a Bachelor Trailer Park edition. I, I would be so happy to do so. I am very enthusiastic about The Bachelor, particularly Bachelor in Paradise. But I still love The Vampire Diaries, the first three seasons, even more 
than all of those shows that we mentioned. Because unlike The Bachelor and One Tree Hill, people get their heads karate chopped off their bodies and their hearts ripped out in Vampire Diaries. So that's like an extra little cherry on top. Like, for real, a, a, a fucking vampire karate chops another vampire's fucking head off. Are you forgetting like, that Dan's heart transplant heart got eaten by a dog on One Tree Hill? I, I am forgetting that. Yeah. See? I haven't seen that. Uh, well, I... Um, that notwithstanding, I do like it when vampires kill each other brutally, karate chop. I mean, the fact that a dude karate chopped another dude's head off, I was like, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold on the show. And that's how I got into Vampire Diaries. I was like, all right, I mean, I'm going to stick around for the heads getting chopped, karate chopped off. And then, of course, I, I eventually got pulled into the teenage romance, and that was that was also very nice. I've only seen the first season of Vampire Diaries. Well, good for you. That's a very good season, especially if you make it all the way to the end. Damon just becomes even more wonderful in seasons two and three because all he does is pine over Elena, and it's it's just it's wonderful. All he does is drink and pine over Elena. You and, guys and, are speaking Greek to me. I don't know who well, Elena is. I don't know any of this shit. I, I trust that most of my audience is probably in your boat and, and thinking, fuck you, shut the fuck up about Vampire Diaries, please. Uh, we could do um, two hours over. about One Tree Hill, so I mean – you know, maybe we should do a spinoff podcast about One Tree Hill. I was about to ask episode. you, would you be interested yeah. in doing one? Yeah. So, like, we do, like, a once weekly, every episode, and that could get us all the way through, like, 2030 or something yeah. like that. I, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So, um, we, we might need to talk about our coming out as a One Tree Hill couple. Um, sorry, wife. You can watch them with me. Yeah. Does that make us naily? Make you what? Are we Naley or Brucus? I, I like Brucus. I, like I, I do too, although I preferred Peyton. Oh, yeah. I just like the way Brucus sounds. Yeah. Because I, I like Peyton better than Brooke as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, our, our, our weirdness about um, kind of girly television shows, I think, does – I think it exposes our softer side for the audience. But um, I recommend Vampire Diaries since you. I was just speaking Greek to you. You got to go check it out. It's on Netflix. They're just ready and waiting there for you. The, the latter seasons are not as good, but the first three, well worth watching. Uh, Devin, you got to get on season two ASAP, my brother. I will. So we have one more embarrassing story left. Christina, are you, are you ready? Okay, here you go. Well, actually, I have two stories. Oh, hit us. Because I, I just can't choose. Yeah, hit us. All right. So the first one, it happened when I was in grad school. And I was at a bar, and I had to go pee, and I was on on flow again. And it must have been kind of a an aggressive pee, so I come out, and I'm walking, and we're getting ready to leave, and my tampon falls out. Where did your tampon fall out from? Luckily, my, my underwear caught it. Okay, so it was oh, caught I, in your... Oh, I thought she meant one fell out of her purse. No. No, 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 no. That would not be very embarrassing, right? Women have tampons in their purse. That's kind of a normal thing. It is kind of embarrassing when a tampon falls out of your purse, but this was the one and only time that the tampon literally came all the way out, and it was, like, rusting in my underwear. It was quite uncomfortable. Yeah, that does. Did rusting or rusting in your underwear? Maybe a little bit of both because, you know, the iron. Rusting. 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 Resting, resting, R-E-S-T. I know, I mean, it's a New England accent, so it is kind of hard to decipher. Fucking Yankees. The words coming out of the Yankee mouth. 
Before before my wife shares her second embarrassing story, I do want to say to my female listeners, my female listenership, please, do not be embarrassed if a tampon falls out of your purse. There's no reason for you to be embarrassed. It's biology, right? You're a lady. You ovulate. Part of that involves using a tampon. I don't think you should feel embarrassed. I think if anybody makes you feel embarrassed, tell me. I'll fight them. Like Devin outside of a Pizza Hut, I'll go wild on a motherfucker for making you feel ashamed. He's going to use that line on future episodes. You know that, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Thunder cookies over there. Thunder cookies over there. I'm gonna fucking come at you like thunder cookies because you know what? I mean, really, women use tampons. Get okay. Over There's fuck the cock. Fuck the bukkake cake. Bukkake cake. Yeah. There's yeah. your challenge, Christina. Maybe you have to come up with thunder cookies. Oh, thunder! Why did I think thunder cookies? Why did I think tampon? <laughs> a tampon cake, yes. Tampon. We're gonna work on the name. Tampons. No, we're gonna work on the name. We'll work on the name. We'll do thunder cookies. Thunder cookies sounds fun. We're definitely putting drugs in those. By the way, thunder cookies. Drugs are going in there. <laughs> yes, sir. LSD and speed. We'll send oh, you a batch. Fuck that. Uh, so my co-host um, is into deeper shit than I am. <laughs> I, I, look, the guy tried to suck his own. Well, I shouldn't even say tried. The guy sucked his own dick. He's into some deep shit. I don't want to spend the night at his fucking house. And I got to rescind my invitation for here. I mean, I, you got to get a hotel, motherfucker. I'm sorry. When you come to visit, I'm not leaving you alone. Oh, you're cat. telling me that and he's sleeping at my house. Yeah, well, I'm worried for your anus and possibly your mouth and maybe even a new hole tonight. <laughs> If I wake up with something in my ear, I am fucking you up. Look, have you Lock woke your up? Door, motherfucker. Look, I'm just saying. Have you Lock woke up? Door. Have you woke up with a white ring around your mouth and a quarter on your chest yet? No. Then I forgot to pay you. I'm sorry. Catch me. After <laughs> oh, <God>. fuck you. <laughs> well played. My wife enjoyed that one, Devin. Pat yourself on the back. Smooches from Christina. Quit that doing the Barry Horowitz over here. <laughs> Holy shit. So uh, we are, as we're running up on time, let's do a quick lightning round of getting to know you guys uh, here towards the end. So lightning round. Uh, this is the mad, fat, loud, southern fried lightning round edition. Okay, so we're going to hit you with uh, this or that. Uh, you guys just try to quickly choose one or the other, and maybe we'll argue about it a little bit. Okay. Um, shall I start, wife, or do you want to go first? You can start. I'll start. Okay. Um, the first one, and of course we're in, in keeping with our fat and southern fried tradition, special edition for you gentlemen, authentic southern barbecue or authentico, muy legit Mexican food. Mexican food for me. Barbecue. Ooh, so we're split down the middle on yeah, barbecue. Yeah, we are. Okay, okay, both are good choices. I really, I can't argue with either one. I'm going to let you guys off the hook with that one. Wife, what say you? I definitely would go with the barbecue. Wife goes with the barbecue, too. Um, I got to go with the barbecue as well. We got no barbecue up here. We do have a little bit of a legit Mexican. So I, I need barbecue in my life. Turns out that shit's really good. Indeed. So, uh, wife, you've got one. Lightning round. Bud Light or Jack Daniels? Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Correct. Good job. Bud Light right. is horse piss in a can. Thank you. Big Earl, plug your ears. We didn't mean that, Big Earl, but... No, I fuck that, Big Earl. I meant that. <laughs> Big Earl, Bud Light, horse piss in a can. We all agree. Honestly, I would rather drink my own pee than Bud Light. Yeah. It probably had more alcohol in it at one point. Uh, also true. true. So we all agree on that one. Good choices, gentlemen. All right, my next one, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Dr. Pepper. 
Is Dr. Pepper a Pepsi product? No, they make their own shit now. I see. Yeah. So, all right, you're, you're getting off on a technicality here, but let's say I I've get off on a lot of things you don't want to know about, sir. <laughs> that is naked amputee porn being the latest the theme of our show. So, if you've sucked your own dick, it's time to let us know. No. Uh, um, so, you're on a you're on a desert island. It, it is just Coke, Pepsi. There is no choice. I know Dr. Pepper is probably your favorite. But All right, now, are we talking just straight Coke or Pepsi, or do we have a variation? Can we do the variations? I'm just talking about the brand, so any variation. It's so Coke. Straight, Coke. Thank you. You're in the South. How do you not say? If you said Pepsi, I would have, I would have, I would have bitten Devin's tip off. Ah, let's not. It's already gone. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Don't. Nobody says Pepsi. Don't ever say Pepsi. His brother That's caught true. him and kicked him in the chin. He didn't tell you that part. <laughs> We're, we're both Diet Coke. Team Almy is a Diet Coke team. So fuck Pepsi in the ass. Diet Coke all the way. It is the most delicious thing on the uh, face of the earth. I'm sorry. So, wife, next one. Um, cake donut or yeast donut? Yeast. Yeast. Good. Krispy Kreme. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, you guys have tons of Krispy Kremes down there. Those are actually really good. I didn't. I've never had one until Jason. Yeah, she had never eaten Krispy Kreme until she started dating me. Oh, I came cool. home. Quick story. I came home from a Krispy Kreme once, and I had eaten a donut or two on my way home. And while uh, they were hot, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm okay. sure they were, they were. They were hot off the. Uh, but it was from like one of the fresh Krispy Kremes down there. I mean, oh. it, was, it was legit. It wasn't like Kroger Krispy Kreme. It was like this was. I went to the Krispy Kreme and got them from the the case. Oh. And um, so she was getting home at the same time. We met each other in the parking lot. We exchanged our customary kiss, and she said, "Holy shit, what have you been eating? You just had a donut. Did you just have Krispy Kreme?" She gave me one kiss, and she could tell I had Krispy Kreme. I also, though, I was also able to identify that it was a glazed Krispy. Yeah, she was able to identify that I had a donut. What kind of donut shot? What what brand donut it was? And then she was even able to identify that it was a glazed donut and not. Anything else they offer, like well, a Boston cream. That that right there sums everything up. You will never, you'll never be able to cheat on her because if you do, she'll start sucking your dick. Who you been fucking? I taste pussy. <laughs> well, I was gonna say she got glazed like a Krispy Kreme later that night because she knew so much. Um, I, I can't deny the second one. <laughs> I, can, I can neither confirm nor deny the second. Um, so. Uh, next, next lightning round, I think is, uh, it's my turn, isn't it? It's my turn. Okay. Um, actually I got to say, uh, Krispy Kreme as well. I'm, I'm also with the yeast donuts. They got a great place up here called Cane's and they've got some fantastic, uh, yeast donuts. They're amazing. Um, so, uh, next question, Chick-fil-A or Zaxby's? Ooh. That's tough. I know. I know uh, that's a tough one. Chick-fil-A or Zaxby's? Uh, for me, it's. For me, it's Chick-fil-A. Okay, okay, okay. Devin? I'm going to have to go with Zaxby's. All right, a house divided. Okay, uh, what say you, wife? Chick-fil-A. My wife prefers Chick-fil-A to Zaxby's. I knew that was coming. However, I will tell you guys that this was a trick question, okay? I'm, I can't answer. This is a trick question. I'm not going to say Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A. Trick question. You know why? If you ever have to choose between Zaxby's, or Chick-fil-A, just kill yourself right then and there, okay? That's like asking That's what who's do. more powerful, God or Lemmy. Well, you have to also understand, being where we are in the South, we have a we have Abner's. 
And I do not know Abner. Abner. Abner's was started in Oxford, Mississippi. I didn't know that. And Abner's blows Zaxby's out of the fucking water. All right. Well, now I've got to come visit you. So fuck you guys coming up here. I'm going to fly down there. I know. I've fuck it. We'll just get a hotel suite in Memphis and party. Holy shit. I mean, we don't really party anymore, but we will slather some, some Zach sauce all over our nipples. Yeah. We can still be stupid, even though we're not drinking. <laughs> I don't know. Jason, what's your cup size? Oh, I'm I'm pretty small these days. Back when I was a big, bigger man, a bodybuilder, I mean, I, I would have filled out a cup. Now I'm kind of like uh, a cup, probably. Pretty uh, pretty tiny. I don't have much for you to play with, my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, You're definitely not. Nobody's titty fucking me. Nobody's. I mean, I don't have anything to push together. See, I'm a solid C. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure that's not a D, buddy? I mean, I've seen your Facebook. No, it's a solid C. All right. Yes. I think. My <laughs> I say this after I reach over and feel. <laughs> oh, Lord. Confirmation. You guys really need to think about the reality show, you guys. I mean, if you're going to fight people in parking lots and sexual Look, harassment. Look, if we're doing a reality show, you guys have to be on it. Oh, I'll executive produce the thing. I'll, you know, I'll do a little voiceover here and there. I'm, I'm fine with that. Ooh, there's an idea. We are about to start an an extra that we were going to do called Saturday Morning Wrestling because here in the South, where we are especially, Memphis Wrestling was on TV on Saturday mornings from the time I was probably, I can remember from the time I was five till I was in college before it went off the air. And we are going to start it with characters that we get our regular guests to play. In. In all caps. <laughs> Good. Do I get to act like an asshole? Oh, you I mean, can, can be. I, the, can we I just, will make you a manager for all the guys that are in masks that don't talk. So you can be the biggest asshole we got. I'm 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 good with being an asshole. I, I'm good with just acting like a dumbass. It's a dipshit. Anything. I'm. So I'm, we can I'm make you a retard character too. Uh, if you want to make me low IQ, that's probably fitting. All right, so one, one, I think that fills out our roster. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm I'm happy to be your your last man in there. Okay, so this is the probably the last one. <laughs> um, is you it guys probably prefer- or is it is? It is. It is the last one. Is it is? So, do you prefer bush or bald? Bald. bald. As well, you should, gentlemen. I mean, Devin, I'm learning, is a sexual deviant. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, I want her bush to start above her fucking belly button. Oh, no, no, it has to be so, bald. It's, there's a funny story that you actually asked that question because while watching Black Dynamite tonight, Michael Jones, uh, we were watching that earlier. Black Dynamite. No, it's, is, it's a film. Uh, it no. is a film. Yeah, it's a film. It sounds like. Porn show. No, it, it was actually they did an animated series of it on Cartoon Network. Um, but there's a scene where Black Dynamite takes home the girl that's the regular, and she's got a humongous fro. I see. And I remember looking at Devin going, now see if I were directing this movie, once her dress hit the ground, he would have picked out his Afro pick. Uh, oh, Lord. 
Yeah, <laughs> but they didn't do it. Um, what was the other that I, I that I said we should? After they got through making love, you would have straightened her hair. Yeah, when they the got throat. done, I would have knocked that cur. I would have knocked all the kink out of her hair. She would have been flat haired. <laughs> You're a nasty man. Do you think you could get all that done in only thirty seconds? I'm that damn good. Wow. Ladies, ladies. I may not be able to go deep, but I can wear out the sides. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. I, I, on the other hand, can assure he's hung. will be over very quickly and you won't feel a thing. He's hung like a a caterpillar, but he's he's big around. There's a a cheese wheel. There's a tuna can. Yeah, like a dip can. Cock like a dip can. I love it. I love it. That's call me um, Copenhagen, bitch. Yeah, he's named his dick Copenhagen. You can see so, it in uh, her smile. Actually, no. I named my dick Hundred Dollars. You ever know a woman that wouldn't blow a hundred dollars? Holy shit! That is uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Mine's secret. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. You guys have thought long and hard about this. Long em- and hard. Emphasis on the long and hard. Fucking fantastic. So uh, you guys both prefer your ladies bare. Um, I would say that I also am, am with you guys. But uh, in keeping with the idea of fairness. Wait a minute. we like, got to know what the wife's preference is. Okay, wife, what's your preference, Balder Bush? Well, I mean, is that personal or if I was to be with a female? Uh, either or. E- either or. Well, personally, I mean, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to keep up with. But... I know the request, so. But it's worth it for your husband, right? Yeah. yeah. So I know the request, so I work on it. I mean, we well, had the yeah. answer, so it only seemed fair. What if, what if you were, what if you were to be with another woman? Would you prefer her, her to be, like after my death, and you inherit my millions, and I'm gone, and now you just get to live? Are a we life. not in the will, cocksucker? Um, not with that kind of language. <laughs> I'm sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do a lot better than that, my friends. <clears throat> I would say ball too. Okay, so we're all four with... Yeah, with we're all bald. Oh. Okay. So look, that's this is important. We all agree. We can all be friends now. It's official. We can all four be friends now. Why? Because we can share the same woman? <laughs> yeah, just pass her around. Isn't that what friends do? <laughs> that's what ring rats are for. <laughs> well, see, I even do one up. I even shave myself. So, you know, I'm manscaped, so... I was going to ask, like, in, in, the, in the effort to be fair, I would feel like too much of a hypocrite to demand that my wife um, shave all parts of her body and for me to just be hairy all over. So I have to throw it out there. I'm like, look, if you're, if I'm going to ask you to wear a thong, I'll wear a thong. If I'm going to ask you to shave your hoo-ha, I'll shave my shit. I don't, I don't mind things being fair. Are you guys in the same boat? I'm Bigfoot, bitch. <laughs> okay, so you're hairy and a motherfucker. You're not, you're not getting in there with some beat or anything. You know, if she's into hair... I'm like okay, fine, but other than that, I'm sh- I'm manscaping. Yeah, I'm with you. I like to keep that shit trimmed up. You better not be doing that shit in the shower while you're here. No, I'm that- not. Please do, please do. Just sprinkle a few, like snip a few, and just like kind of sprinkle them around the 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 shower where you might. No, get out. fuck that, because my wife would blame me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she would. Sprinkle a few on his pillow right by his ear. Make him think something happened. <laughs> it would blend in with his goatee. Oh, God. <laughs> but wouldn't the smell give it away? I don't know. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. uh, gentlemen, why don't we 
tell the audience where they can find you uh, on the socials and where your podcast is available. Well, our podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And Google Play. Yay, SoundCloud. And to find us on social media. Yeah, where do I send the dick pics? Oh, God. You don't. Um, uh, on Tumblr, yeah, we have a Tumblr. I have started a blog. So on Tumblr, Instagram. I'm sorry, you have a grinder? Uh, no, Tumblr. Grinder, yes. No, yeah. no, no. Tumblr. <laughs> he has a grinder, but that's his own damn business. No, I yeah, don't. Forgetting with other men. I understand. Okay. Cool. Now, on Tumblr, on Instagram, and on Twitter, the show can be found at, at MadFatLoud. Um, after the first of the year, you will be able to find us online at MadFatLoud.com. Ooh, I like that. You can also find me on Twitter at HWC Maddox. You can find me on Twitter at HWC Devin Rains. And that's pretty. And you can find us, of course, on Facebook by searching the Heavyweight Chumps. You can join our fan page, the Beer Gut Brotherhood. And yes, we take female members. We just call you the Chubby Chasers. Oh, goodness. Chubby Chasers. That's cute. My wife likes that. My wife hates it. She hates the chubby chasers. I don't know. I mean, I imagine she would because it's it's competition for her. You know what I mean? You're a desirable man, right? With a podcast, international sensation. I got married because I gave up. Oh, gave up fighting them all off. No, I gave up trying to find another one that would keep me. Yeah. Well. You know, when you find the one, she's a special lady that'll put up with you. I agree with you. My wife is a special wife who will put up with my bullshit, and there is plenty of bullshit that comes out of my mouth, and, and the fact that she's putting up with it. My wife is looking you guys up on Facebook right now. She's adding you motherfuckers right fucking now. So, uh, so wait, we're going to be friends with both members of Team Almy? Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Don't yeah, check it's her, happening. Don't check her private messages. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Here come the dick pics. In in come the dick pics. Dick cake pics. Dick cake pics. Dick cake um, pics. There you go. Good save. Dick cake pics. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I meant earlier. I didn't mean I was going to actually send pictures of my own cock or other cocks that I found online. I was going to send pictures of our cakes that we bake, Bukak cakes, registered trademark, everybody. Um, you can find us on Twitter at S-H-W-Y-P-N. Those are the initials for shit happens when you party naked you can search for shit happens when you party naked on facebook uh we're on instagram at party naked pod and um you can find us at teamalmy.com on itunes google play stitcher all of those wonderful places um i want to recommend everybody please go check out the heavyweight chumps podcast i also want to recommend that everybody go check out the nsfw podcast network stable of shows that include such fine programming as hashtag no offense show uh the bigger bots simmons and more um sip and swear memoirs these drunk bitches the hood diner and our new homeboys uh, the plunge podcast so these um, drunk bitches are one of my new favorite podcasts yeah what a, what a great name for a show. I thought I had a great name for a podcast, but These Drunk Bitches is good. That's good stuff right there. So uh, please go check our friends out when you're done listening to this bullshit right here. you got more hours in the week. Go check these motherfuckers out. Um, and in the meantime, I'm a wifey. Get real close to this mic. we got to share this mic now. We out, motherfuckers. 
That's just gross. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm rising out the ashes. See a way that comes to my face. A giant walking ball of blind love turn to hate. All the feelings always kept me down in dirt turn to rage. Grab a rapper by his head and spread him up like a page. I'm amazing. Like yay was on 808s and heartbreaks. So my ex cry when I make it. I ain't got no tolerance and I ain't got